G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Some developments to talk about as we draw close to Christmas and almost to the end of another year. But around women and the changing rules in women's sport that are disadvantaging women. Back in October, the organisation called Binary commissioned a survey to prove that Australians don't want the woke trans agenda in women's sports. Media outlets, including the Daily Telegraph, are reporting that the national poll has shown that there's overwhelming support for restricting women's sport to only biological women. Well, an opportunity to update the detail of that survey today. Kira Lee Smith leads the organisation called Binary and has been one of the prominent voices standing up to the rampant campaign to de-gender Australian society. Kira Lee Smith, welcome back to 2020. Thanks for having me, Neil. Overall, Kira Lee, the survey results, uh, are they beyond doubt around women's sport and the trans agenda? Yeah, they're absolutely beyond doubt. About three-quarters of Australians agree that uh, women deserve a safe place in sport. Kiralee, this is an Australian survey and uh, no doubt uh, an ample size in that sample to give a broad cross-section, but it also follows some similar sorts of polling that's gone on overseas. Uh, Any thoughts about where Australia is, whether we're in step with the rest of the world? Yes, we are, Neil. We've kept an eye on what's been happening in European countries, uh, the UK, the US and other places that have polled on this issue. And uh, we suspected that Australia would be around the same mark, and we are. And when it comes to politics, this goes beyond partisan politics, doesn't it? Because the sorts of things that you've gleaned from your survey show it's not one side or another. It's not progressives, it's not conservatives, uh, which are... Uh, overwhelmingly in favour one side or another, this is a really big cross-section. Yes, that's correct. We specifically asked uh, in the poll uh, the question of do we think that males, biological males should be able to compete against biological women in sport and whether or not there should be legal protections. And we also asked which uh, political party they would support and whether or not their mind would be changed depending on that particular party's uh, issue. So we, you know, we're not surprised that uh, One Nation and Liberal Party supporters and National Party supporters uh, were overwhelmingly supportive of protecting women's sport. But uh, it was interesting that also Labor Party, at around 75%, think that there should be legal, uh, legal protections for women in sport and the Greens were more than half. We might come back to that, but to those survey results where the nationally weighted poll found 67% of Australians do not believe biological males and females should be able to compete in together in, the, in sport. Uh, this is something we've been talking about for some time now, but that's a significant number, isn't it? 
It really is, Neil. And uh, again, 81% of One Nation supporters agreed with that and then around 79, 78% of the coalition supporters also. So um, all that dragged that down to 67% were the Greens voters. But if you took them out, then it's a, it's a much higher number of Australians who agree that biological males have no place in women's sport. It's just not fair and in many cases it's not safe. Kiralee, we'll often bring a biblical focus to the way our listeners might be thinking about this issue because we believe that God created men and women. He created them different. And uh, this is something that in some sense is common sense, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of common sense in some of the ways that legislation is going, especially in sport. Yeah, unfortunately, it's hijacked by political extremists with an agenda because, as you and I know, um, very early on, chapter one, the Bible says that God created male and female. He created them in his image. And uh, we're both different and that's fabulous and ought to be celebrated and uh, but there's also protections that need to be in place when it comes to males and females playing sport because there's the obvious advantage that males have from testosterone when it comes to their strength, stamina and speed due to um, you know, a larger blood volume, a lung capacity, bone density, uh, many, many factors, not just testosterone, but a huge advantage over females in most cases. Kiralee, when you say that, and for listeners, potentially the thought that it's Labor Greens type policy to support the trans agenda But given that there's such a huge backlash, even from Labor and Greens voters here, what does that say about who might be driving all of this agenda forward? Because maybe it's not coming from the grassroots. Well, I don't think it is coming from the grassroots at all, Neil. There's, uh, you know, politicians are susceptible to lobbyists and the trans lobby is very uh, strong and persuasive and they use very inflammatory words like transphobic and bigot and uh, threaten to cancel people who oppose them. But I think you'll find that the grassroots, well, we found the grassroots when we asked them, 75% of Labor Party voters said that women should have legal protections uh, against trans women or biological males in sport because on the ground... You know, it doesn't take much, as you said earlier, to have that common sense and to know that males and females have differences and those differences, while we celebrate them, need to be protected. Uh, We mentioned some newspaper coverage of this survey. Uh, How much media attention have you had since the survey was released? Is it it a, a good amount of coverage or are media outlets avoiding the issue? Yeah, look, I think you'll find that in general, media outlets are avoiding the issue. Uh, I believe 2GB did interview Catherine Deves from Save Women's Sports, uh, who was mentioned in the Daily Telegraph article, and she's doing great work in her space. Uh, However, I'm not really aware of anybody else picking it up, and I think that's really disappointing, but really indicative that the media tend to go along with this narrative uh, of the trans agenda and, and promoting that political ideology at the expense of women and children and just everyday people in society. I think that when you uh, look on social media, for instance, you know, our website attracted 1.3 million views last week and that's that's pretty... The media just refuse to report on these things, which is... Uh, It's indicative and it's disappointing.
Uh, the big question, of course, is when you have a substantial poll like this, uh, will it make any difference? Uh, any thoughts about what sort of ripples you might be making with this sort of poll, whether it's going to be listened to? Yeah, I spoke to Senator Chandler, who is preparing a private senator's bill uh, to save or to protect women's sport. And these sort of polls are very useful for politicians like her, who are trying to educate and inform her fellow um, members of parliament and and fellow senators uh, to show them that while they may be afraid of cancel culture, while they may be afraid of uh, their numbers dipping, the poll doesn't lie and they can see the numbers that everyday Australians and a very high percentage of everyday Australians are concerned about this issue and so should they be. You're concerned here because uh, there's no common sense in all of this. Uh, You'd like to see this being a non-partisan issue because uh, the scientific evidence-based differences between men and women, you're saying, shouldn't be controversial at all. Well, they shouldn't be. It's undeniable (laughs) that the science, the common sense and the everyday lived experience of men and women is that we're different. And uh, it's not really debatable at all. It's just a small minority of uh, of pressure groups who are putting that pressure on these politicians. And uh, unfortunately, at this stage, uh, the Sex Discrimination Act has been tampered with or has been amended uh, back in 2013 and so we need to get the definitions of man and woman back into the Sex Discrimination Act so that we have legal protections uh, not just for women but for men as well, for all of us in society it's really important, important in education, it's important in public policy it's important in sport And it's not just about the fairness in competition. Uh, One of your primary concerns, Kiralee, is the safety for women if there's not something done about this very quickly. That's right, Neil. Um, Both on the sporting field and off the field, uh, for instance, in change rooms, we're very concerned about women and girls' safety and their privacy uh, when it comes to uh, being in those change rooms. But also on the sporting field, we know that increasingly uh, males are appropriating being a woman or being a girl and they are uh, trying to enter contact sports such as football, rugby league, AFL and other sports where serious damage can and already has been done to competitors overseas and we don't want to see that here in Australia. And Kira Lee, there's a federal election coming and your campaign will continue. What are you hoping to see so far as both sides on when it comes to partisan politics around this issue? We would like to see all make a commitment to protect women and children uh, when it comes to this radical and extremist agenda. We would like to have guarantees and see in their policy promises that they will put women first, that they will take this issue very seriously and that that will be translated into the decisions that they make uh, when or if they take government. And last time we were talking, you were saying you're trying to get together a bit of a a campaign war chest in order to be able to bring this issue to the attention of politicians on every side. How's your fundraising going? Uh, look, Neil, we're, we're cleared. It's really rock on. I know it's a hard time of year leading into Christmas and New Year's, uh, but people have been very generous and very supportive, and we will continue our fundraising uh, efforts into the new year because the election will be held sometime early in the new year.
years. We really need uh, to raise that money so that we can have a really strong campaign in informing and educating and, and raising for both the public and politicians when it comes to this issue. Well, no doubt there'll be some who are saying here's a cause worthy of fighting for women in sport. Let me give the website for those who want to participate in whatever campaign Binary is preparing now to bring to the attention of politicians on every side ahead of a federal election. Binary.org.au and you'll be able to see what Binary is proposing so far as their campaign goes. You'll be able to access their e-book Trans Threat to Women in Sport. Binary, B-I-N-A-R-Y dot org dot A-U. Kiralee Smith leads Binary. Uh, Kiralee, thanks so much for your update today on 2020 and uh, have the happy Happiest and holiest of Christmases, and we'll talk again in the new year. Thank you so much, Neil. Same to you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.